Hey everyone, welcome to the Lyric Unscripted podcast. Where we delve into our community, the plays on our stage, and the creators and artists behind that. My name is Liz. And my name is James. This month we're looking at our first ever local community show, Part of Hammersmith. Alongside this, we have launched a community project called Your Hammersmith Story, inviting members of our community to share their stories and tell us what Hammersmith means to them. For this season of Lyric Unscripted, we will talk to some of these individuals from our community and some of the heart of Hammersmith cast and creatives and dive into the stories that make this community what it is. Okay, and welcome back to another episode of Lyric Unscripted. With cast members of part of Hamsmith, we have Wesley and Danielle. Hiya. Hey. <laughs> Thank you for coming on. Um, so I want to start with introducing ourselves. So let's go with who we are, age, location, and one interesting fact about ourselves. I'll go first, set the tone. Mm. I'm Liz. I am 24. I'm the literary associate here at Lyric. I'm from East London, not from West. Big up. Sorry about that. Yes, good. Where are you? I'm from Hackney. Uh, mm. It's alright. I, I embrace all of East. Okay, cool. Um, and um, interesting fact about me: um, uh, is this interesting? I can't swim. You can't mm. swim. I can't swim. Is did that you just... want to learn, or you never wanted to? Learn? I did. I did learn, but it's actually gone out of my head. Okay. I remember being in the ocean in Ibiza. Yeah. And like fearing for my life. <laughs> so, so, and then I proceeded to go on a on a boat for a boat party, and was just like, "What if I fell in?" Yeah, not fine. But yeah, yeah. so interesting facts. I can't swim. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I'm Danielle. I'm 21, and um, I would like to be in the Bahamas, but I'm from Ealing. This is kind of old, but I used to do weightlifting. Ooh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow! What was like your personal best, and what kind of weightlifting? Um, I don't remember what my personal best was because I didn't go professional. Mm. I only did it like because they asked for the special, um, especially advanced kids in P. I don't know how because I was always last in cross country. <laughs> um, yeah, so we kind of just did like uh, instead of P, we do like weightlifting. Oh, and, yeah, it's kind of good. Nice. That's actually amazing. That's a good interesting fact. Hi, I'm Wesley Jordash Bazonga. I'm 21 years old. My location is Acton. It's in the Elam Borough. But I'm going to be moving to like around Kensington and Chelsea. <laughs> it's going to be nice. Um, <laughs> one interesting fact about me. Oh, everyone else's was so cool. <laughs> I'm just like... Um, interesting fact. I was fostered from like the age of three which is fun. Um, I'm James, I'm 23. My location is Uxbridge, end of the Piccadilly, for anyone who doesn't know. (laughs) And an interesting fact about me is, so have you guys heard of the Myers-Briggs personality test? Yes. So like I took it and I'm an INFJ, which is apparently like only 2% of the population is. So Yeah, I'm one of them too. We're rare. So first question, what does Hammersmith mean to you and what do you associate or think of it with? Hammersmith, like, whenever I think about Hammersmith or anything around Hammersmith, I think I immediately go to the lyric, which is kind of cringe, but I think the only reason I've ever been in Hammersmith mm. is literally to go to the lyric. I, I, I don't really come here for anything else. Mm. I've been coming here, I think the first time I came here, I was like eight or nine to see a panto here, and then came back 
in 2017 and literally from 2017 onwards it's now what 2021 i'm still here doing stuff like lyrics just the place in hammersmith i why are you in hammersmith if you're not going to the lyric i agree it's got amazing shops and stuff sometimes on lunch breaks i'll go to j um not jd i think it's is it foot asylum that's there yeah foot asylum i'll go there and just see if there's anything primark h&m h&m is tip top but anyway yeah i just associate hammersmith with the lyric and you've been here that's four years then yeah going on five wow i'm the lyric baby that, that's, that's literally a lyric baby but it's, oh. it's amazing that the people that work here i feel like everyone everyone actually cares mm. about you and what you're wanting to do in your future and they'll try and help you with that and just you're met with such such warmth when you come into this building it's just yeah do you remember what panto you saw oh no no idea but um, it was that first experience that like you remember kind of years later but like oh let me go back to the lyric kind of thing kind of i'm i'm so with the fostering unit um kensington and chelsea they paid for the panto ticket and i came not really knowing much about theater knowing i wanted to be an actor of course but mm. didn't really know anything about getting into it and then um 2017 they sent out they were doing this film uh course thing for like a week and i went to it because i was like well i'm not doing anything else so i thought okay cool let me do this and literally that was amazing worked with toby clark and t films mm-hmm. amazing had an amazing experience and i was like ah oh, what else can i do here and yeah still here I don't think that's the great thing about Hammersmith is like when you say what else can you do here, there's literally so much you could do like on your doorstep. Yeah. Great. That's amazing. That's what you want to hear. And Danielle? Um, So when I was young, I didn't really know about the lyric because I went to school in Twyford. That's like in Acton. And that's kind of where my knowledge of West London kind of stopped. Mm. And I only knew about like Shepherd's Bush and stuff because... Shepherd's Bush Market, you know, African parents, we want to do a little shopping. Mm-hmm. And my friend, my best friend lives in Shepherd's Bush as well. So I wouldn't really go to Hammersmith that much. But then um, my sixth form school was Hammersmith Academy. And they, my drama teacher sent an email for like a casting opportunity. And that was like the mom, the mom ah. performers in 2018. And I went to that and I've been stuck ever since. I've been trapped by the lyric. And I Trapped. love it. It sounds hostile. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't want to go. You know, and they want me back, so it's a win-win situation. And wait, what year was Mob Performers? Um, so I joined in 2018, but it was put on in 2019, and then I did another show with Wesley. It was called The Lie Heretic Thief. There you go. Um, with Nikolai, and it was like in partnership with the Science Museum, and that was fun. Then I'm here again. Ah, but you guys like. Not of grown up, grown up, but like a lot of your more formative years have been here. Yeah, kind of. Or like your introduction to sort of like the theatre world. After the project I did in 2017, I realised, okay, cool. I'm actually going to try and be an actor and try and get all of these other roles and end up, Mm. well, who knows, but I've fully started trying to attack this career and make something um, of myself. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, it sounds big. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's when I realised that this. I'm, I always knew I wanted to be an actor, and I'm g- probably going to say that a lot. But it's when I properly thought, okay, let's actually 
instead of just dreaming about it and thinking about it, let's <laughs> do something about it. Um, and yeah. No, that's so nice. And it makes sense as well. And like, you're, you're obviously both doing it really well because you're in the heart of Hammersmith cast. Yeah. Plug, plug. <laughs> um, incredible show, which we'll speak about a bit later on. Mm. Um, next question then. Can you tell me a memory or a story of Hammersmith? Something that like has stuck with you at the moment. It could be like something that happened here at the Lyric, an ongoing memory, that kind of a vibe. The Lyric do a thing called the Lyric Ensemble and they get... I can't remember. I think there was 15 of us. Yeah. Um, they get 15 of us. It might vary from year to year. But they got 15 of us, 15 actors, sorry. And we had an amazing director, Holly Race Rowan, um, who does stuff with Headlong and stuff. We got together and we devised the play. Mm. And I think we went through so many different twists and turns of what it could be. And then I think... It, basically, in the end, it, used, it ended up being a kind of medieval slash modern interpretation Medical of like something. how, uh, what Tyler, uh, oh my God, I'm, I'm not really going to do this justice because I can't really remember. But we went into London and there's these shields and it has like a dagger. And we, I think we learned the story about the dagger, one of the Lord Mayors, because you have the London Mayor, which is obviously Boris Johnson and the Lord Mayor. I can't remember if it's still Pete Eslin. Um, but anyway, you have London Mayor and you have the Lord Mayor and you have the city of London and London the city. And basically, oh, sorry, I'm going off on a tangent. We made a play about how it kind of started. And it was just, it was madness, but it was so good. And our press night, obviously just imagine people from the age of, what, 18 to 25 all of your friends, mm. like, just here in the Lyric Bar, blasting music, people drinking, just partying and having so much fun. It was just a massive celebration of what we did and the performance that we had put on. Was it two weeks? Yeah, it was. We were just celebrating what we had done over the year. Like, mm. we had got the play down now. We had done the press night. Okay, cool. All we needed to do was come in and smash the performances every single night. And the press night, I'm pretty sure, was just a celebration of, listen, we made it. We've gone through so many, well, felt like we went, felt like we went through so many script changes. But we all nailed it on that press night. And it was just the buzz and feeling of just, I don't know, accomplishment, maybe? Yeah. But I guess because, like, part of Hammersmith is about Hammersmith, you know, about West London. And you're, you're, you're both from West London. So, like, it must feel great to kind of, like, add your, like, feel like your voice is as part, as a, a part of this. Um, kind of new play that's been like put together I don't know if anyone wants to speak to that I feel like it does yeah like you said it it makes us feel like um, a part of us is in the work it it is nice I think being the first people yeah yeah being the first people to do a play I think it is quite a nice opportunity because you get to add your own kind of flavor to it but then I would love to see like a school or just another group put on this play and mm. go and watch it and have someone play who like I'm playing Wesley in the play have someone play Wesley and see ah, how they've interpreted it like how they've brought their own different kind of flavors to it I think that that's always something that's quite fun another question so because this is a devised play and obviously everyone in the cast had their input and there's quite a lot of sort of heavier issues in there that speak to a wider audience and a wider context that we don't always hear from how do you think, do you think the play addresses these well? Do you think you've been able to put in 
things that you found there have been sort of issues or debates within like different cultures and communities within West London? Um, I think the play definitely touches on some of the heavier, um, the heavier topics and issues that we face in our community, like as a whole. Um, there are some storylines where it goes into more depth. Um, not to give anything away too soon, <laughs> but um, yeah, I think that there's always there's always going to be room for like to tackle more topics that you know affect certain communities. It's just a matter of how much time we have. Mm. Yeah, it depends how you want to tackle the. You can go okay, cool. We have a black kid in a, we have a black boy, male, teen. He, we could make him a roadman and like let him get stabbed and talk about why this keeps happening and dive into that story. Or we can have a young black teen and have him the complete opposite and say like black teens, boys can be normal and live normal lives. They don't have to be going around drawing swords on one another left, right and centre and whatnot. Yeah, it's just how it starts and ends. You have no idea where it's going to go. But we, I think, yeah, I don't know. That's one of the interesting things about Apart from Hammersmith, I think, though. Like, there's such scope to give a storyline and go, I, I don't think that best represents this community or mm. sort of this thing that we want to show happens in West London. It can always be edited and changed like it has been in the rehearsal process when I've, like, sat, th- um, sat in the rehearsal process and yeah. seen. I think that's so, so great because you don't have to have one person bearing the weight of an entire community as well. Because yeah. it's, it's like when people ask um, a question as, like to you as a black person, they're like, can you answer this? And it's like, I, I don't actually speak for every other black person yeah. on the planet. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's really weird. <laughs> but there are moments, I can understand the feeling of feeling like you represent everyone. Like one example, me and my brother, <laughs> we went drag racing. Um, well, we went drag racing. We went to go and see people drag racing, and it was me and him were the only like black boys there, and everyone else was like just it was just everyone else was white. Um, mm. And I remember looking to him. I think I think I was sixteen at the time. I remember looking to him and being like, "Bro, do we represent like every black person right now?" And he was like. You know what? Probably. <laughs> and obviously, yeah, we might not, but I, I'm very conscious of that. When I'm when I'm walking past like old people, I always make sure to smile. I, I, I wear all black, so I don't really, I, I don't know. It doesn't really look the best from their perspective, I'm guessing. But I always try to like, oh, good morning. Oh, hi. Oh, sorry. You, you can go like, I'm always trying to see if I can change their mind because then the next person they see, if they do stereotype them, I mean, I, I I hope that I can change that. Obviously, I don't know. It's a pretty big goal. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I'm one little kid in London. Um, but, yeah. I guess art is, like, especially theatre, its goal is to try and destigmatize mm-hmm. stereotypes. So, like, it's actually quite nice to hear that you have a rehearsal process, which is, lack of a better word, a safe space yeah. where you can begin to destigmatize kind of preconceptions about whole communities mm-hmm. and that is doing a lot because at the end of the day you're putting that on stage and lyric stage is a massive stage where like you said one day schools are going to be like introduced to this content so like bravo bravo <laughs> everyone involved i think that's amazing though like the effect that theater has on you as an audience member and then you as a community because you see 
so many things that you want to be involved with, so many things that you relate to. And you see, like, it, it's something very personal and special. Yeah, it's escapism as well. Like, mm. a young, being young within theatre, like, no matter what else you've got going on in your other life, like, watching a show for, like, you know, at least an hour, you just have time to just kind of take it all in. Um, yeah, it's really beautiful. It's really beautiful. Thank you for joining us in today's episode, guys. Um, it was great speaking to you. And there's so, so much about the the process of rehearsing and being in theatre, especially in like this space of the lyric where it's such a rich and varied audience and like hearts you'll get that just makes it amazing. Until next time, I have been James. I've been Liz. I've been Wesley. I've been Danielle. And you've been listening to The Lyric Unscripted. We'll see you soon.